0: Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Our Take On It. It's your girl, Deborah and Jackie, and we're here in the studio, and we're going to be discussing today cultural mindset. Now, I want to quote for you a really interesting quote from Mahatma Gandhi, and it's about, cultural mindset is really about mindset. And it says your belief becomes your thoughts. Your thoughts becomes your word. Your words become your actions. Your actions become your habits. Your habits become your values. Your values become your destiny. I really love that. Very nice. Yeah, Yeah, I really love that. And so when we're talking about culture mindset, we have a very woke cultural mindset right now and some of these some, some of these cultural mindset that we're talking about is a we have a very broken culture we have a canceled culture we have a perverse culture a flamboyant gender confusion culture rebellious culture a genocide culture a racist culture a selfish and controlling culture a materialistic culture and uneducated culture, a health crisis culture, a hypocritical and double standard culture, a self-serving culture, a evil and immoral culture, a culture that is spiritually deprived and blinded by our sinful desires. And Most Jackie, what we really need is a culture where we are stronger together with love, compassion, forgiveness for each other, and the word of God as our food for our soul and to live a life that is pleasing to God by obedience.
1: Very good. Yeah. That's nicely said. Right. It's a good framework.
0: Exactly. I mean, we live in a society that is built on cultural mindset and a cultural mindset is a way of thinking beyond simple, com, you know, competencies and skills. That's pretty much what, you know, a mindset is right. I mean, people with a cultural mindset are aware of their own cultural backgrounds as well. Oh, and sure. so I am very, I am very aware of my cultural background, my standard, my values, my boundaries. Mm-hmm. And so I live within them. Right. So what do you think? Let's talk about this set of culture, culturism that we have here, like a broken culture,
1: a rebellious culture. Yeah, I think very broken just means that the society has splintered. Into so many little things you know that become important just to a specific group or an aspect of that society, so there's really very little that unifies people mm-hmm. there's so much more that separates and divides them, yes. and this is why the society is is so splintered and so fragmented and so broken uh, yeah. now cancel culture, you would say that is really like when people, you know, um, mount an objection to a certain type of behavior or actions or a person or something, and all of a sudden, they they gather together the thought that that person or that thing shouldn't exist anymore. So the best way to talk about it is through disassociation, yeah. disconnection, get rid of them, don't think about it, don't mention it. That's kind of a, a very isolating and a very cruel way to yeah. deal with things, but that is what is happening. Yeah,
0: and it doesn't allow room for forgiveness and growth either. Exactly. It's like, if they, if a person says something that is not aligned with your values or your morals, get rid of that person. And to me, that is you not allowing that person to be a free thinker and a free speaker. And so that's why, you know, there's no such thing as
1: freedom of speech anymore. No, there you isn't. Know? And the perverse culture, well, that goes without saying. You know, that basically, um, the bad things that go on, are, are still acceptable in this culture because yeah. they, they still keep being repeated over and over again. We get, we get tired of hearing about domestic abuse. Yeah. You know, and part of the perverse culture is that the society, the institutions don't have any way of coping with these things. No. The domestic violence is still there. You know, the, the people who, Murder and assault children are still there. And, and the penalties for a lot of this behavior, drunk driving, which is still a rampant. Mm-hmm. People know they shouldn't get behind a wheel when they're smashed. And yet they shatter lives and things. And they keep getting diminished sentences, almost pathetic little, uh, you know, um, slap on the wrist, slap on the wrist, you know, all of this is contributing to, to the moral decay that we live with, you know. And then you have the gender confusion culture. Well, you know, I'm going to just throw it right out there. Okay. There's, there's, there's Bruce Jenner. Okay, yeah, when I was growing up, Bruce Jenner was this famous athlete with short hair. He was a man, very successful all of a sudden, he grows his hair long, starts wearing the chanel suits and the pointed toe shoes, and he's ugly as sin as a woman. okay, let's face it, he could probably have used some facial surgery. He's not a glamorous looking woman he's he's a tall, awkward type of man, and you know he's out there supposedly as a representation of the culture. And he couldn't be any more removed from it because he's got a lot of money. He lives in Beverly Hills. He's not the poor young person that may be struggling with an identity issue. He has a boatload of money to throw around for some little fantasy that he lives, whatever that is. Okay? I just
0: think that gender should not even be a confusion. You know, you're a boy or you're a girl. Simple.
1: Exactly. Well, it has become a flamboyant, uh <laughs> you know, almost like a crazy psychotic you know balancing act of who are you yeah. man or woman you know that's yeah. what it's become and then when we have a rebellious culture well definitely i mean people are angry mm-hmm. and because they're angry they are rebelling against so many uh institutional values and and systems and religious principles they're just well, re-
0: well, rebellion has always been the key factor to man's downfall from day one. So that goes without saying.
1: Yeah. And when you talk about like a genocide culture, I mean, what more can you say than this terrible disaster that's happening in the Ukraine? Mm-hmm. And I heard the other day that this war could go on for years. Yes, I mean, we're already suffering terribly with the gas prices and the shortage of things on shelves. I mean, we're, we're, we're going through this depravity as a result of this. This was an unnecessary war. It's a war that shows that violence can still be manufactured out there. From what I understand, Putin's desire for this is just to, to have another notch on his- his belt. You know, the man had uh, rich friends that were spread out with all their wealthy assets all over the world. They've had to rein these assets in. Uh, a country like the U.S., that that needs new roads and bridges, has had to hand over billions of dollars every time they turn around Even to support Canada. this war. Canada is paying. Canada a ton has of so
0: many homeless people. Yes, and still bringing in refugees yeah. and sending out
1: aids but still can't support the ones that's already here that is broken. Exactly. I don't get that. So it's just a total mess. And a racist culture, well, what can we say? I mean, we had the most terrible incident happen here in Toronto the other day that uh, a man doused a young girl in her 20s with a flammable material and set her on fire on a a TTC bus. Unprovoked. Unprovoked in the middle of the day. This was like 12 noon in the day. This was in the west end of the city where you get a lot of, of, of traffic And he just set this young girl on fire. And now they have said it was a racist incident. What the hell? I mean, Toronto is a a city. Everybody knows where you can just about find people from every country in the world. This is. It is so diverse. It's so diverse. I mean, you know, we've got people from the Middle East. We've got people from India. We've got people from all over Asia, whether it be China, Japan, Even from Malaysia. We, we've got Eskimos. <laughs> we've got native people. We have everything. And we, we, we have to learn to exist in a blended context. We cannot go around having some fruitcake, lighting a person on fire, because... You know, they may wear a hijab or whatever it is or what their background may be. That doesn't make any sense in a civilized society. And it's time we started to change these things, you know. Even our police uh, came on TV the other day to say that we have discriminated against people of color in this city. Yeah. And, you know, and a lot of people were shouting back at him and saying, well, we don't accept your apology. We don't do this. But people are admitting this but yet it continues to go on do you understand so there's the racist culture and when you say a selfish and controlling culture well i mean oh boy i mean who what, what can you say except people admired somebody like donald trump yeah okay there is now um you know uh people are uh, in the states which i do think is a good idea are now televising the january 6th events And they're letting people see exactly how Trump orchestrated this whole thing in saying that Biden didn't win the election and that all of these votes should have been recounted, all these kind of things. But here's the big one. And this is why, you know, somehow justice works out in the end. Through his scams, he raised over two hundred and fifty million dollars from Americans who probably were struggling and didn't even have money, but who he conned into contributing to his fund to supposedly overthrow the election that was legitimate in the first place. What goes around comes around, but this is what, you know, we're all living with and it's what makes society crazy, you know, and it's just insane. And then, you know, we're going through Deb's list and just, I think it's, it's just so beautifully done that we get so many things to see. And when we say a materialistic culture, this is really a good one, too, because I always like to use the statement, like, don't envy people if they live a certain way, if you're not willing to do what they did to get yeah. to where they are. Yeah. You know, and really, uh, some people to get to the heights of materialism are not nice people. No. They've had to do bad things. They've had to run over other people. They've had to... Um, just border on the the line of what's illegal or not legal. They've had to do many, many things. Yeah. So you can't use people as an example of greatness, even in the pop world or the music world. This is where so many people put their admiration when they see people and they think, wouldn't I like to have the house that these people have? Wouldn't I like to have that lifestyle? And for some of these clowns, they think that that translates into pushing you out of your car and stealing it and trying to sell it or, you know, listening to their rap music that tells you that you should take somebody's watch or steal this and, you know, that these people don't deserve this. Screw up. Screw up. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's not, you know, how a materialistic culture um, produces any success. And then we go on an uneducated culture. That's really good, too, Mm -hmm. because... There's no question that a lot of people even that voted for Trump, and we have a lot of Trump supporters here in Canada, so I can't just say that these people were in the deep south in the U.S. No, we had a lot of people here sporting Trump flags, driving around the city. A lot of the the Trumpism came to Canada, and it's still Hidden well, well, here. Yeah. well, it's
0: not even just about Trump. It's just the whole, what, when we say uneducated system, I really want to highlight the school system where the government is not really putting a lot of emphasis on education for our children. And so, you know, it doesn't really produce a lot of of um, educa- education in my book. I mean, we talk
1: about... Well, some people too, Deb, like even some of the truly successful people, whether it be Bill Gates... Or other people, they left school to pursue success. So there is, there is an element in society that says, well, you don't really need to be educated to be rich. Well, so that's, that's, true that's another component, too. That's another, that. yeah. yeah.
0: Well, common sense, you know, we all have five senses, but the, the sixth sense that we rarely use is our common sense. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: true. <laughs> you know. And here's a big one. I mean, I'm, I'm totally on board with this when it says a health crisis uh, culture. Because, oh, I just think, you know, obesity, which is at an all-time high, uh, you know, that people, uh, they still are living on a really junk food diet, um, and in the the hospital system, uh, senior care is just appalling. You know, uh, there's no question about it that we we are not using our our resources very wisely. No, I mean uh, this this pandemic everything. has really
0: opened up our eyes. Yeah, to, to see it. It's, to
1: see it's the opened poor, up our The eyes. poor
0: crisis of yeah. healthcare through the the pandemic. Yeah, so that for me is
1: such a broken healthcare system. It is, it is. The culture has become so self serving, and I think it's hurtful to to see that. Um. People out there, they, I think they want to live a life where they are completely in charge of their own destiny and people on their own are not capable of making the right choices. Mm. They think they are, but I think they are not. And the fact that the moral compass has disappeared from most people's lives means that people are just kind of, um, setting a tone for how they want to live That is based only on the things that they want to do, or should I say, the things that they feel like doing or feel like being. It's become a very emotional world that we live in. Mm -hmm. I feel like being a man today, or I feel like I want to change my sex, Mm -hmm. or I feel very depressed, so I want to kill myself.
0: Yeah, it's more more about feeling. It's
1: it's all about the feeling. You know, I mean, uh, people are allowed now to um, end their lives. You know, uh, if they have an illness or something and, and, you know, uh, they, they didn't produce their life. So why should they just be able to take it, you know, because they get to define the perimeters of suffering. There's so many things that you could say that fit under this, you know, and so we're we're really messed up we're really messed up mhm mhm
0: and so with the culture mindset i really feel like there's so much room for us to grow but i feel like we can't grow because there's so many things that is of a barrier for us that is bombarding that growth you know what i mean and so how do we even get past some of these crises that we see um is affecting us culturally
1: well, I don't think I don't think pouring money at the issue is the solution, because, you know, uh, when you talk about always hiring more police officers, there are lots and lots of police officers out there. But the bad things that happen, you know, um, don't always come through, you know, and um, there there is a lot of um, attacks by police and police are always, you know, shortcutting Um some of the offensive things that they do, they're they're protected. So we really need a culture where we have compassion and forgiveness. And mind you, there are good things that do, that do turn out sometimes. So we have to look at the positive. I remember recently seeing a story on CNN that really touched me of a police officer who stopped a young girl, a young black girl, and she had been driving erratically and she knew she had maybe ignored a few of the signs and not done things properly, but she was bringing her father home from chemotherapy. And her father was uh, sitting beside her in the seat and he wasn't too well. I guess he'd just gone through a session and he said to the police officer, uh, be kind to my baby girl. And the the officer came over to his side and actually said a prayer with him oh, and, that's nice. and realized that he had family members who he had lost to cancer. Yeah. So this was a white officer comforting a, a a dying black man and a couple months later the man did die and his daughter is still in touch with this police officer who showed compassion and kindness so we need more people like that yes. who don't show up with their bias or their anger and they they don't you know see a black person and and call out get out of that car boy mm-hmm. and start you know uh, harassing them lie down don't you talk back to me don't you do this we don't need people who are on ego trips yeah and 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 you know uh Acting like maniacs because they think they call all the shots, you know. We need people like that who stop and smell the roses and make a positive contribution, you know. So, this is all what we're looking for.
0: And, you know, like, um, like I read earlier about what Mahatma Gandhi said, yeah, I mean, know. he
1: was talking about, as you say here, compassion and forgiveness for each other, yeah, and and letting uh, you know, the word of God, or, you know, wh- whatever it is that that feeds you spiritually, let it be food for your soul, and live a life that is pleasing to God, you know, by obedience. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I have to always bring God back into the equation. And I truly feel sorry for people who don't have any foundation like that in their life, because I think they're missing something that's really crucial, something that's sustaining, something that's transformational, and something that you can really grow on year by year, day by day to make you a better person so that that can make a better world for everyone. All right. So that's just the way I see it. And that brings us
0: to the end of our cultural mindset. So again, age to their own, you know what I mean? It's like, well, what makes you happy makes you happy. What makes me happy makes me happy. But at the same time, um, I wouldn't want my happiness to, make someone else unhappy.
1: You know what yeah. I mean? And and basically, the world needs to have, you know, a, a greater sense of unity over the right things. Yeah. And this is what we have to introspect and examine to see, you know, how we have to change our value systems. And I just don't think we're completely on the right track in so many areas. But only time will tell where the adjustments have to be made. And hopefully, we'll soon live in a war where, in a world where war becomes a thing of the past. And we don't have to constantly uh, live with the brutality.
0: My name is Deborah. Yeah.
1: And my name is Jackie.